0: Has any of that
1: been recorded? Nope. Tell me. <laughs> Re-recording another one. We weren't recording this whole ep. That is my bad. You guys don't know, but I fucked up this one. So we just talked for quite a while about some albums that we like. Because mm-hmm. the topic of this one is unpunchable full albums. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't recording. So this is probably going to be a short one, but still, we'll talk about the albums again. Hi, hello, I'm sorry, Miel.
0: I'm furious, and I'm eating salad.
1: You can just talk about the albums you haven't talked about.
0: Listen, since you can't hear it, you just have to imagine that I told the best stories you've ever heard in your life. You, were, you cried, you laughed, you felt something, you had a catharsis, you had a major breakthrough because I was talking about how much I love Beach House. Phoenix, I honestly already forgot what I said, and...
1: Beach House, Phoenix, and...
0: Tame Impala. Yeah,
1: which you can still play, because that was the last one you were doing. Yeah, I could. Shout out to Jake Miles, Ed Sears, and Ann Ferguson, who suggested this one.
0: Ah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I'll fucking... I'm just gonna go rogue. Forget everything I've said. I'm gonna just choose brand new ones. No, you need to forget everything I've said. Okay. I'm just going in a totally fucking different direction Okay, let's start here 2017's album No Shape by Perfume Genius Is a fantastic fucking record That I did not hear enough people talking about Yeah Listen to this fucking song It's so beautiful Blake Mills produced it He is such a great producer And he's also a great artist in his own right I Highly recommend checking him out He's produced a lot of like the Alabama Shake stuff, I think Oh, yeah mm-hmm. And he did Phoebe Bridgers, I think, as well Nice Even- This so is how the album starts.
1: The only Perfume Genius song I know is Slip Away. Is that on this album? Yeah,
0: it's the second song.
1: This feels so different from that to me.
0: This is this goes straight into Slip Away. Yeah. So look, I'll skip to the end of this.
1: Okay, so it's a similar thing with Slip Away where yeah. it starts in one way and then builds to another.
0: Yeah, I it like just that. breaks through and it's only 2 minutes and 40 seconds.
1: How long's the album? Mm,
0: as like a whole? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 43 minutes. It's very okay. short.
1: I like short albums. I don't think albums should be longer than like 55 minutes.
0: Just keeps adding harmonies. This is a pretty good indicator of the rest of the album, to be honest, because it's just like very textured. Blake's a great producer. This song is fucking stunning, too.
1: yeah i like the production on this one
0: yeah this one's fucking stunning too
1: he makes really good like songs that sound like they should be in movies
0: Mhm. yeah well it just was in um book yeah i like that album
1: yeah it's a really good one your turn uh, i'm gonna just re-talk about the ones i talked about before because i want to talk about them to y'all uh the first one i mentioned was el camino by the black keys which i think is an album that people would be surprised to know that i think is unpunchable But it's truly, the prompt for this one, I think, should be seen as songs that, or albums that every single song on the album is one that you were like, I'm not going to skip that one. And to me, El Camino was that album for me in 2011. I remember it got to the end of the year, and I had already, you know when people make their end of the year lists too early? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I do that all the time. And this one came out, I want to say it's like December 15th or something. It was just like after everyone had been thinking about shit, and then... I was like, wait, oh, this one's out, and I was like, well, it's probably gonna be really good because that's the curse of doing your shit too early, and every single song on it was something that I was like, oh my God, the Black Keys did it, which is fun because I'm not a huge Black Keys fan, but it's the one, there's so many songs that everyone knows by them on this album, like Lonely Boy, of course. got gold on the ceiling and little black submarines which I think is there I was trying to say this in the other recording and comparing it to Stairway to Heaven but I honestly and I don't I know it's weird but I don't know what that song sounds like this song also reminds me of come sail away by sticks it starts like this but it eventually gets to something like this yeah that album just fucking I don't think I ever like followed a- up on the black keys after that like I didn't listen to their previous album I didn't listen to their next album but that one album for one shining moment I was like pretty good pretty fucking perfect so that's my first pick
0: that's so crazy I haven't heard any of that before <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so crazy that's all new information to me uh, Morning Phase by Beck ooh
1: yeah 2014
0: I think like this song Definitely has, like, a couple songs I'm not crazy about. But what I really like about this album, and honestly, I kind of find to be the hallmark of, like, any truly great album as a unit, is that the songs all feel like they complement each other. And it feels like you put it on and you're kind of just listening to one long song. Yeah. With a lot of separate vibes and movements and lyric types. But what I love about this album is that it does feel like a singular movement. Like, you could put this on... I did put this on driving through... Zion National Park at sunset and it just like I don't know, made me fucking break down crying because it was so beautiful and the music was so complimentary. Like that was two songs. It was? Yeah.
1: Oh, this transition feels a lot like uh, the beginning of is it Linger by the Cranberries? Mm. I don't know. I don't know
0: Cranberries that well. I think it's Linger. Yeah, but that was Cycle and then This is Morning. And then like Don't Let It Go is really nice and like mellow.
1: What is the like Concept behind this album because I don't think I ever listened to it.
0: Well a lot of people call that Sea Change 2, which is Beck's other big album, like yeah as a unit from 2002 maybe. Um it's, it's very feel much feels like a heartbreak album. I haven't really done any research into what it actually is about or means or anything, but in terms of like the sounds of it, it's like very mellow and largely acoustic and real instruments and melodic and pretty and kinda sad. Yeah. You're just I'm mean, just describing everything I like about music. Sure. <laughs> um yeah, I think it. I don't know. I don't know that it won. Wa- I don't know. I don't know that I deserve to win the Grammy. But it's a really good album. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It feels like the kind of thing that people would have voted for it Grammy wise because they're like, well, that's artful. It's it's a it's like when you get to the Oscars, and people are like, oh, this out this movie that everyone liked doesn't deserve to win because it's not as high art as this movie that is like, people yeah. sit and go like fascinating through or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's just the optics of what generally tends to fall under high art. (laughs) You know what I mean? It tends to be very white. Of course. Of course, that's like exhausting, but I still think that album is quite beautiful. Yeah. Your turn.
1: Well, I'm talking about an album I again just talked about, and it's Humbug by the Arctic Monkeys, which I, the Arctic Monkeys, I keep saying the, and I know the isn't in the name, but I don't care. Arctic Monkeys, to me, feel like a band that I was in love with for so long and then just kind of had periods where I dipped out for no reason. Mm. And this album came out in a period that I dipped out of because I liked the first two ones, didn't care about when this dropped, heard Suck It and See, which is their fourth album, and was like, well, that's rules. They've probably been up to some good shit. And then I went back and listened to Humbug, and Humbug's the only Arctic Monkeys album where I think every single song on it is very good. And it just feels like also... You know what? I also just love the drumming in every arctic monkey song i think that their drummer matt helders is like the one of the most fucking cool technically proficient drummers that i've ever heard and like just here on this song pretty visitors it's like it starts with this way but when the drums come in you're like what the fuck why are they doing this so hard the chorus of this song is and the bus- fucking... Like this. Oh, the pretty visitors
0: came
1: and so much of this song just feels so, like, seedy and evil to me. It feels like... Like an evil sorcerer taking over something. and Or like... I said before, like an opium trip, but it just feels like drugged out like the last song on the album is also one of my favorite closing songs on any album. It's The Jewelers' Hands. I love a song that has a ch- like a movement change in the middle of it because it starts with this and then eventually gets to I'm really glad I went back and listened to this, but I still haven't listened to the last two Ark Monkeys albums, which I'm sure I will one day listen to and then go, Yeah, I should have.
0: It Just sounds really evil to me.
1: I know. That's why I like it. Mm. It feels very like dark and sort of like like evil, but in a way where it's like, unfortunately, they are the smarter person here. Like the it's Lex Luthor. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. The effect on the voice is like very killersy to me. Oh
1: yeah. I think everyone around this time like when you know how like the first two albums by The Strokes Julian Casablanca was doing that thing on his voice mm-hmm. it feels like just garage punk loved that shit
0: it was like I feel like it was British Invasion yeah. callback it was so trendy for a while yeah what was that song the iPod commercial jerk it out oh Caesars, Caesar's yeah. yeah 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 okay Um, this is a toughie because I do see that my entire roster is white men but fuck it i gotta stay true to albums that i really like that i can think of right now and so i gotta go with fucking Bear's 2011 self-titled second album Bear. this album i i can't speak highly enough about it it's so fucking beautiful from top to bottom and what's so cool about it is that it's mostly this kind of vibe but there's a couple songs on it that are Completely fucking different Yeah Is this Perth? This is Perth This is how the album opens
1: Perth and Holocene Are the only two I know From this album And I really like them
0: They're extremely good But even like This song's incredibly good too It's like a waltz And Calgary's fucking phenomenal mm. When the fucking upstroking guitars Come in, these acoustic guitars The tour for this is like it was unbelievable. I'm sad that Don't I can't see
1: it every Didn't he tour with like 15 people or something? Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: two Never drummers. Keep your I
1: love when a band has more than one drummer on stage. It always feels like I get excited to see them both go at it.
0: And every musician got a solo between songs. Like jazz. It was phenomenal. I mean, yeah, there was brass. There was a baritone sax on stage.
1: Hell yeah. There should be a baritone sax at every concert. I'll say it right now.
0: Wait, you're gonna love this part. Are you ready? Take the band out. And then they're gonna bring it back in. You hear the. Oh, the, uh, what is it? I don't know that Saxophone? The brass.
1: I, I can't even hear brass.
0: It's like some sort of
1: muted horn.
0: Yeah, maybe a trumpet. And you're like, okay, well, I guess the song's over And then they're just gonna totally change it Yeah It's only 39 minutes
1: Wait, this not the song, the album is 39 minutes
0: This song is only 39 minutes long yeah. I
1: mean, there are songs that are that fucking long
0: But then this one's like super synthy. Sorry, this one Oh, yeah It's just so, I don't know Wait,
1: what is that re- What is that one called? It's
0: called Beth Rest Yeah, okay, I know that one too Oh, it's so 80s. I love that dun, dun,
1: song. Dun, 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 dun.
0: This it's, whole album is just so powerful. I and mean, you don't know what the fuck he's saying for any of it. But musically, it just it's so strong. Right. I really love this album.
1: Yeah, that feels like one that belongs like on the soundtrack to Ghost or something.
0: hmm Yeah. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth.
1: Well, you said it's very 80s. It is.
0: No, it is. This is when they're spinning the pottery together. Mm-hmm. It's Bon Iver playing.
1: I wish it was. If they reboot Ghost, which they will... Uh, do that.
0: But also, it should be about the dog from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, that yes, it yeah. should be a dog love story. Mhm. Ready the to ghost.
0: see a look who's talking to scenario.
1: Does they have dogs in there? The
0: dogs fall in love.
1: Oh, yeah. Mhm. Then that. Mhm. Well, my next album uh is another album that I'm like I don't know if it's my favorite by this band but it is an album that I think every single song on is very good and it's Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by mm-hmm. the Flaming Lips. This song or this fucking album. Should I? No, I'm gonna play a song that it doesn't start with. It's my favorite two part. This is one of the first songs that I learned on the guitar and was like, Hell yeah! I also just love the... So the concept of this album is apparently about a woman who's fighting cancer, and under that umbrella, every song feels different. Her name is Hashime She's a black belt in karate. Ha ha! I love that. And it's just Working like their best song ever is on this today. album, if you ask me, which is "Do You Realize"? Mm. The official song, the official state song of Oklahoma. Not a joke. It's the official state song of Oklahoma.
0: I think it's. I think you said this in an early episode. Yeah. And we fact checked it. And I think it's not anymore. Well, but it I was forgot. the official song of Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: I also think that "Ego Tripping at the Gates of Hell" is a great song. Are you a hypnotist? All we have is now. It's just so many fucking, and even "Fight Test," which is definitely ripped off of that Cat Stevens song, but still. Yeah. Just a really good one. When the, the Flaming Lips were like in their prime and not just like dropping songs every week, it felt like they were just unbeatable as a band.
0: I saw them in 2008, and it was. Transcendent. Yeah. It was wild. They put on a crazy show. They
1: really do. I saw them one year. I was back home from college, and it, it was a, like a festival lineup where it was like, clap your hands, say yeah, Fitz and the Tantrum, St. Vincent, and Flaming Lips. And I was like, this rules. Mm-hmm. Just sat on a park green and looked at fucking laser lights from a distance
0: they do love a laser light.
1: Yeah, and a uh, inflatable vagina, which is a ah, staple of theirs. And
0: the one I saw, Wayne descended from a spaceship from the ceiling and then came out of it in an inflatable like dribble ball, yeah. and then rolled out into the audience. Yeah, he do that. And then a bunch of naked women came on stage and danced, and then a bunch of Teletubbies came on stage.
1: Yeah, he do that too. It was a lot. <laughs> Weird that he's replaced the spaceship with a vagina. But what it's is a lot? <laughs> but what is a spaceship but the vagina of? galaxy.
0: I've always said that.
1: You have. It was a quote.
0: Okay, I'm going to kick it all the way back to 1971
1: now. Ooh. I'm going to go
0: for a classic. It's not rumors. That's too obvious. It's Blue by Joni Mitchell. Ooh. This album definitely has some strange songs on it. Like, My Old Man is a weird song. It's a fucking weird song. But as a whole, this album fucking works for me. Yeah. Especially Carrie...
1: You've played Carrie for me before. This is the only Joni Mitchell song I think I know. What? Yeah, I don't know her. The
0: wind is in from Africa. Last night I couldn't sleep. I think it's like a rite of passage for every like white lady for at some point to like go through a Joni Mitchell phase. Yeah. I really do think. Is it's... it like
1: coming into adulthood, or is it like?
0: For me, it was like coming into the late 20s. That's when I really was like, all right, 25 to 26 is when I was like, I should probably figure out what she's about, right? Right. And I just became obsessed with this album. River's on here. This is her Christmas song. You don't know the song? No. I've never heard
1: any of these songs.
0: It's very beautiful and sad. I think they did this on Glee. People, you don't know the song?
1: Yeah. I did watch every episode of Glee four times.
0: It's coming up. Cutting down trees They're putting up reindeer And singing songs of joy and peace Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away And then A Case of You, of course, one of the best oh, songs yeah. of all time, you in my this opinion Oh, yeah, you put on the Impunchable playlist Yeah, and even, like, California Every time I come back to California from vacation, I'm like California, I'm coming home
1: Oh, wait, that sounds familiar
0: Yeah, her songs are iconic Sitting in a park in Paris, France <sighs> Reading the news and it sure looks bad I can't tell if you I've heard this or not
1: But there it's good I'll skip ahead, I- you
0: know it. Oh, California Coming home Oh, make me feel good No, I don't think I know that. It's just, I mean I know that it's, again, like very white But it is like I don't know Just like a lady in the 70s To be able to like Hang with the guys, but then actually, like, be better than the guys. Yeah. It's just very exciting to me.
1: She's cool. Did She was, like, sick for a while, right? She better?
0: I don't... Last I heard, she was, like, kind of in a coma. Yeah. And then I they did that big, like, uh, I don't know, celebration? I don't know what the event was. It was a big televised event where everyone, like, honored her. And I think she was there, but I didn't huh. see it, so I'm not sure.
1: I remember the only reason I know that Carrie song is because... There was a time where you played it for me and you were like, I think Joni Mitchell might die. I kind of want to do a thing for it. And we talked about making a video.
0: I started working on a cover, um, which I still have somewhere. But then she didn't die. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? I was like, so I'm just holding on to it until she dies. Yeah, put it in the vault. No, no. I just, after I worked on it for like three days, I was like, this, there's, I don't know how to make this enough my own. And now it's just like kind of a weird cover. And that's not something I'm interested in doing. Yeah. (laughs) But it could have been cool.
1: I mean... If it's still somewhere, you can always just drop me like, here's a thing I was working on.
0: Eh. Or so not. If it's not, like, exactly great, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm very annoying about that. Fair. Your turn.
1: Well, this one, it's definitely one I've talked about before, and an album that I still think is unpunchable. It's American <laughs> Idiot, Baby! The Jesus, Jesus of the suburbia. suburbia, the Bible of, none of the above, on a steady diet of... I love the long songs on this album so much. I don't know why I paused it. But, like, I do... Play. Fucking
0: play. play. All
1: right. Well, it's not going to play. I'll just play a different one. Um, but, yeah, the two long songs on this album, Jesus of Suburbia and Homecoming, I recently, like, rediscovered and was like, hell yeah. It's just They're great for drives. Uh, the only songs on this album where I'm like, I don't think I like these are the ones that just got too big. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I think they're bad songs. I'm just like, I'm sick of hearing these coming down over me you know what's crazy i'm realizing now in a previous episode i said that the strokes were my first favorite band i think it was actually green day really i had a big green day phase in middle school are we we are are we we are the way and unknown yeah because i think this album coming out was like Twelve or eleven, I was I I was like very impressionable, but also it was like the there were kids in my school who were like cool and seen, and I was just kind of like they like this, I like this, we can we can find a common ground. Are we? We are.
0: Are we? We are the
1: waiting. And then fucking, I hate this intro, so maybe it isn't unpunchable, but. Think it's such a good fucking song I, I don't know if I've told this story before but when I was in middle school I used to make like Zanga layouts for people <laughs> and one of the big ones that I did for myself was just like I think quotes from the song Letter Bomb mm-hmm. which is just the life, just I fucking love this song the television's an extortionist and we don't even know if you exist stand tilted to a die You better run for your fucking life. Just a fucking great album. And I didn't, like, care about the message of it until way too late.
0: What do you mean by that? That Just like involved politically?
1: Just in the sense that I was just kind of, like, listening and being like, this rules. I don't know what it's about. And then later on, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it's protest music.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Time to wake up. Yeah. You got that dreamer's disease.
1: I do have the dreamer's disease from when I was 11. Should have voted.
0: Okay. What's your next one? Well, I've been going back and forth because I realized the one I was going to do also won the album of the year, and I don't want to do two. Why not? Oh, it's just like, you probably know the album. Like, it's not, no one's going to be like, oh, I got to check that out.
1: I mean, I just talked about American Idiot. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Which I think
1: also won album of the year.
0: Did it really? Or was nominated. Best rock album or something. Yeah. Best rock opera. I think that's what it won. It did. All right, then I'm gonna go in a different direction. I'm gonna do, wow, this is such a fucking good album. Um, I'm gonna do High Violet.
1: Ooh, The National? The National. Nice.
0: This album has so many individual hits on it for me, in my perspective anyway. Like Terrible Love, which I feel like has the weirdest lyrics of all time. Don't pay attention to the lyrics on this album, there's a lot of spiders. But also What are doing
1: with those Whatever Is that a weird Muffled guitar Yeah with spiders. Oh. Don't
0: worry about it. Also spiders In Bloodbuzz Ohio Is this um, Fake Empire This is Bloodbuzz Ohio Oh okay Fake Empire's on their Previous album That's what it is uh, Lemon World's Fucking fantastic Lemon World Lemon World is one of my Favorite to cover Just because it's it's one of those songs where lyrically you don't really know what they're saying, but you're kind of like, I think I get it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You and your sister live in a lemon world. I want to sit in and die. What does that mean? Hmm. And then Runaway is fucking beautiful. I won't be a runaway because I won't run, which I'm like, same. I hate running. I will walk away. I will be a walk away.
1: It's about like exiting a relationship?
0: I mean, maybe. I don't read lyrics very much. No. Probably. Say. Yeah, it's definitely about that. Huh. Conversation 16, which I've talked at length yeah, about, I love. The drums on and that. maybe, in my opinion, the most beautiful song on the album, England. When I first heard this song, I was like, okay, stop everything we're doing and listen. Everyone in this space, shut the fuck up. We're listening to England. Just has like one of those, I don't know, I hate to use this word, but like epic piano riffs yeah. where immediately you're like, this feels like I should hear it in a stadium. just a really really nice album yeah from top to bottom if you like rock if you like especially like modern rock I feel like it's one of the best examples of that that I know of
1: yeah I remember when that album came out and I remember going like I should check out The National everyone loves them and I just never did despite every clip I hear of them I'm like I bet I'd like that
0: yeah, I mean, like I said, they've definitely changed as an artist now. I think they've gotten really bored with their own sound. It's kind of what it feels like to me. So it feels like they are trying some new shit now, and I'm not sure I like it. Yeah. But I still think that, like, at the end of the day, they've made some fucking fantastic music. Yeah. At least I like it, I should say. That's fair. And that's my last one?
1: That's your last one? Yep. Okay. I, hmm. Did you start? Uh No, so n- I started. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I have, well, I have so many more, but I also just bolded select ones to talk about. You know what? I'm just going to talk about the one that I think is, like, every single song on this one is good, but it is not necessarily within the, I guess, the, the, like, level of what we're doing because it's all comedy songs. I'm going with Incredibad by The Lonely Island, (laughs) which I think every single song on this album is fucking great. I remember listening to this album, and then they did the music video for this song, and it was with Julian Casablanca, so I was like, I'm fucking watching SNL tonight, of course. And it was just like, I
0: don't
1: know, there was so much of an excitement around this album for me, and like, listening to, like, the old saloon.
0: I don't know any of this.
1: I think this album is just so fucking, like
0: big on
1: it? Uh, I mean, every big Lonely Island song. You got Jizz in My Pants, you got I'm on a Boat, you got Lazy Sunday, you got Boombox, like a boss, you got We Like Sports, Dick in a Box, Space Olympics, Natalie's so Rap. this Zareff. is not
0: turtlenecks and No, Chains?
1: that's the next one. Okay. Uh, but like, yeah, just fucking Ross Trent was so funny to me. The sax man with Jack Black, I think is a, a type of joke that I think about all the time. Where it's just like, here, here I'll just play more of this one. Well, it was a sax man from the state of Tennessee. First sat in with the band at the rap old age of three weeks old. And when he blew into that horn, all the people gathered around. Club man had to jump right up. They said, Boy, I gotta have that sound. Scream hallelujah, Lord. I said, The man has got my soul. Everybody gotta move their feet. When the sax man started to blow, now blow it. killed me in 2009 it also feels like the lonely island to me are just like a very formative comedy group for me and they they're like hitting like 99 percent of everything they do to me so i just think for that album to be so good top to bottom i was like fucking everything i do right now wouldn't really happen without this
0: wow so really like, oh yeah they changed your life oh yeah did you like the Bash Brothers?
1: I did not that's the 1% Mm -hmm. everything else that Lonely Island's done I've been like that rules why didn't you like it I don't think that the joke worked for me
0: just because you didn't know Mark McGuire and no I
1: know of them I just was kind of like I don't I don't care about the it just felt like musically I was like it doesn't feel like it has any jokes it's just like there's one joke running through the entire thing so Mm -hmm. it's like if you don't care about the joke up top you just go all right more of this joke
0: That hame one's been stuck in my head.
1: Oh, yeah. Shake That Sexy Butt. Mm -hmm. It's very good. I think that's the best one of it. But I also am like, was I just not in the mood for it when I watched it? Maybe. Maybe.
0: It's also like Mike Diva style is very intense. And I feel like to sustain it for 30 minutes, it's like, I mean, it's definitely a lot of people's cup of tea. But for me, I was a little bit like feeling kind of light sensitive by the end of it
1: i did yeah i did not like i think the visual effects has never been like the joke of the lonely island music so for them to lean so heavily into that i was just kind of like are you guys just trying to be like we want this to feel like a different thing because i was like i don't want it to be a different thing i want it's
0: just highly highly stylized yeah, yeah. well there's a lot of good albums i mean i oh, feel yeah. like i could probably list about 40 more yeah. but mm. i
1: made a list of 19
0: jesus christ
1: yeah I'll post that list in the comments of this one.
0: Also, the three that I did before that I did not revisit were Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix by Phoenix, um, Myth. Is that the name of the album? Yeah.
1: No, it's uh, Bloom. Bloom, right. By Beach House. opening
0: song by Beach House. And uh, Currents by Tame Impala. So Uh if you are looking for more album recommendations, there's three more for you.
1: Yeah. These albums are all fucking... All of those bands feel like... Well, I guess I don't know much about Phoenix, but it feels like they're groups where every single album they release gets better. And so I just get nervous about the next one being like, well, they can't top it.
0: I think that with the ever changing landscape of music production, as long as an artist is like paying attention while staying true to their voices, I think it only really can go up unless, you know, they have a, whiffed album yeah I don't think you'd be worried about it
1: well sometimes albums feel like whiffs to me like I'm like I don't like Thank Your Lucky Stars by Beach House that much
0: no I don't either and I don't think I like the new National but maybe I'm the wrong one Mm. (laughs) anyway that's it I hope this was helpful
1: yeah and if it wasn't fuck you then
0: also tell me what we missed If you have an album recommendation in the comments leave it yeah i mean they're
1: big ones that i think we both just kind of avoided
0: well i definitely like didn't do rumors because like eh,
1: yeah and i didn't do ziggy stardust or okay computer
0: i didn't do the suburbs i didn't do in rainbows there's a lot yeah (laughs) okay bye now
1: later